Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. It's a little bit different feel than usual, but we're figuring it out. Um, with me, as always, is my host, Hal Humphreys. Hey, Hal, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you today? I'm doing great. We have Kathy Putnat joining us from Homestead Appraisals, talking about her new course for appraiser e-learning on manufactured housing. Glad to be here. Thank you. Kathy, we are absolutely tickled to have you in the room today. Um, it's always good to see your face. For the folks that are listening that don't know anything about Kathy Putnat, would you mind telling us a little bit about your history uh, in this business um, and kind of um, you know how you got into it, how long you've been doing it, that kind of business? Sure, absolutely. So I started appraising um, in Colorado after we bought our house there in about 2001. I started for just some fun money for our family. And then later that year, my husband was part of the high-tech industry layoffs um, that took place across the U.S. And so I took over as the financial family person um, for our family doing appraising. Um, I didn't start because I came from a generational line of appraisers. I started just because my husband said, hey, somebody got paid good money to tell us how much our house was worth, right? Um, so three months later, back in the day when you can do it in three months, um, I was licensed and then certified later that year, and I started appraising in Colorado. Um, and then in 2000, let me see, the 2006, we moved to Hawaii. We spent about 12 years in Hawaii, and I appraised in Hawaii for 12 years. Um, while there, I was privileged to be put on the VA panel, which I was super grateful for being able to do that. Um, and then in 2017, I attended a conference one of the National Association of Appraiser Conferences. And I met uh, Kevin Eason, who was with the VA panel at the time here in Oregon. And he mentioned to me how they were really in desperate need of appraisers here in Oregon. So I went back home from that conference and convinced my husband that we needed to move from Hawaii to Oregon. <laughs> and for a wow. longtime surfer, that was, that was a hard thing for him to have to take, but he agreed and in 2018, we made the leap, leap and moved back from Hawaii back to Oregon, not back to Oregon. We had never lived here before, but we moved to Oregon uh, for my work and I've been appraising here in Oregon. I'm dual licensed in Oregon and Washington. Okay. Um, so I appraise, actively appraise in both states at this okay, point. Okay, so you've got experience kind of um, kind of all over the country and in, in different places. I tell you what, yeah. I'm going to take a real quick break and we're going to hear from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back. Need a profitable PDC solution for your clients? Jaro's appraisal management software makes the process faster and easier. With Jaro, you can order standard appraisals, inspections, and hybrids, all on one seamless platform. The software also gives you everything you need to manage new vendors by taking care of background checks and letting you shop from a pre-vetted panel of inspectors with a wide range of credentials. Get started with Jaro today at tryjaro, that's tryjaro.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Appraisal Buzz. I'm Hal Humphreys. I'm joined today by Kathy Putinat. I got to be honest with you. I'm extremely excited uh, that Kathy is joining us today. Um, Kathy has a wealth of knowledge, and she is one of our instructors here with Appraisery Learning. And we are we're just absolutely tickled that she's going to be teaching with us now. Kathy has a class on manufactured homes. Kathy, what sparked your interest in teaching a course specifically focused on appraising manufactured homes? 
You know, that's a great question because I could have taught several different things. Um, I have appraised manufactured homes in all three of the states that I have appraised in. Most of the ones that I've done are here in Oregon. Um, I'm regularly, several a month that I'm appraising here in Oregon. Um, but when I first started appraising manufactured homes back in Colorado, there weren't a lot of really good classes at the time to learn how to appraise manufactured homes. And so a lot of that, what I learned, I learned either on my own or from my mentor who frankly had been appraising since the dawn of time, I think. I think he was pre-licensure, right? He had a, a license just because he had been appraising for so long. He didn't have he to. Had, had one of those really low license numbers, like <laughs> one, two, or 10 or something like that. Yes. And he was in his 80s when he was mentoring me. So he was definitely an, one of those guys that had a full knowledge set, obviously, right? But I didn't, there was not any really good classes at the time. Um, in addition to that, I've heard over the many years appraisers that say that they either won't appraise manufactured homes or they don't because it's such a beast that they're afraid to do them. And so I decided that it was time for me to take, you know, my 20 plus years of appraising manufactured homes and put it to paper and share my experiences and information with others so that they could learn and not feel like it's such a big beast of an appraisal. I love it. That's awesome. Well, let's do this. I'm going to take a real quick break and uh, give a shout out to one of our sponsors and we'll be right back. LIA Administrators and Insurance Services, serving valuation professionals since 1978. We provide ENO insurance with a commitment to superior customer service, outstanding liability education, and unmatched claim defense, benefiting over 10,000 real estate professionals nationwide. Explore our exclusive appraiser liability education by Peter Christensen and cost-effective seminars designed to foster your growth. Our underwriters, with an average of 26 years of experience each, are dedicated to supporting appraisers. Visit liability.com to discover how LIA can safeguard your business. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Appraisal Buzz. I'm Hal Humphreys. I'm joined today by Kathy Putinat. She is working on a course for appraisery learning, and we are tickled about that. Um, Kathy, let me ask you a couple of questions. How can misconceptions about manufactured homes impact the appraisal process? Wow. Misconceptions can appraise or can mess up anything in the appraisal process, right? You don't know what right. you're doing. Anything can certainly get messed up. Uh, probably one of the biggest misconceptions is not knowing what you can or should be using as a comparable property in a manufactured home. Uh, both Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have special programs for the high-end manufactured homes, and they both have very specific criteria about, and in their literature, it says what you must be using as a comparable property on those types of properties. If they're avail if regular appraisal or regular comparables are not available for those properties. Okay. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions is if it's a manufactured home, you must use manufactured homes. And that's not always the case if you're doing a manufactured home of one of these higher end manufactured homes that fit within one of those special programs. Right. Okay. Um, can you give us just, I'm just curious. And if, if, if not, just tell me, is there a real world example you can share where it's challenging to distinguish between a manufactured home and a stick built home? 
often. I don't know if that answers the question. No, there is. Um, I actually did an appraisal on a manufactured home out in a little town called Otis, Oregon. Um, it's about, it's closer to the coast than it is to Portland, but it's out in Otis. Otis um, lost many homes and structures to a fire. Uh, it was called the Mountain Echo Fire or something like that. It was a fire in 2020 that took out a lot of buildings. Right. Um, Echo Mountain Fire, I think it was what it was called. Um, anyways, I was called out to do a VA appraisal on a, on a home out there. And prior to the fire, there was a site-built home on the property. So I went out expecting a site-built home to have been rebuilt on the property. It wasn't until I drove up to the property that I looked at it. And although it was not a typical manufactured home, there were a couple of things that made me question whether it was a manufactured home or not. Um, I didn't know for sure until I actually walked around to the exterior backside and I saw the HUD tags on the back of all three sections of it. But when I walked inside, there were very few telltale signs on the inside of the home that actually told me this was a manufactured home. It was high end. It had a lot of things on it that really didn't didn't scream at me that this was a manufactured home. Right. And I think um, with with you know today's technology and the way they're building some of these manufactured homes it's it's difficult to tell the difference between stick built and manufactured um you know let me ask you this I, i'm just kind of curious if you could tell appraisers who have never done a manufactured home they're terrified about the the idea of it um what would your sales pitch be to say hey take this course it's not something that's terribly difficult you can do it well, first of all, they're going to learn how to do it in the course. Um, we go into some specifics about what to look at during the inspection, what to make sure that they're not missing. We certainly take a look at, you know, what happens if they can't find the HUD tags where the HUD tags have been cited over or painted over, or if the HUD data plate is missing from the inside of the home, which happens sometimes when they uh, do a remodel of the home. Sometimes if the kitchen is remodeled and the cabinets are replaced, that'll be missing from the home. So we talk about, you know, the what if scenarios. What if there's a site built addition that's added to the manufactured home? What are they supposed to do? We talk about all of those things. We go through the scenarios. We talk about what the different GSEs say about how to handle those situations as well. Um, and then we take a look at the form as as well, you know, the, the 1004C form. And we say, okay, what are we really looking for here? What are we talking about? What do we need to put in this information? Very good. Well, Kathy, I am about as excited as I could possibly be that you're going to be teaching this class with us. Um, if you're out there in appraiser land, listening to the appraisal buzz podcast, and you've never done a manufactured house because you think, oh, that's too difficult. I'm, 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 I'm real comfortable over here doing the thing I've always done. We're talking a lot these days about diversifying your practice, finding other areas of, of, of expertise to, to you know, ply your trade as a real estate appraiser. Take this class. Kathy is an excellent teacher. Um, she does a really good job of explaining things. Um, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. Kathy, thank you again for taking the time to be here. I appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to ask Jim Morrison to come in here real quick. Jim, Let's do this. I'm going to see if this makes a difference. Um, do we by chance, Jim, have an anonymous appraiser question today?
We do. And these questions are from appraisers, our listeners. They can send in a question for our experts and we'll ask them on the air. So this one says, I own a property with several buildings. It also has a 3-2 mobile home on it. I understand the lending disadvantages and was told if it has wheels and no foundation, it's worthless as far as the value. I just looked and it's sitting on about 30 concrete piers, but it still has the wheels attached. How do I go about getting a value for this? I don't, you know, have, a, I don't have a clue. Kathy is the expert on this. She's teaching the class. Kathy, tell us what the answer is. Sorry about that. Hell yeah. Thanks. That's actually a really great question. Um, and I think just to put it really simply, um, if it quacks like a duck and it looks like a duck, it's kind of a duck, right? Um, but the biggest key, I think, is that it needs to make sure that it's been titled as real estate in your state. Um, Fannie Mae actually has a great list on their website that talks about each state and what the requirements are for titling a, a manufactured home as real estate. Um, and if if the if the wheels are removed, if the axles are removed, if all of those are removed, that's great. But it still has to make sure that it's been titled as real estate for lending purposes. That's where that is going to be a critical piece for it. Um, I think that's about as simple as I could put it. I love it. I love it. Um, Jim, do we have anything else we need to cover today? No, Kathy, we're really looking forward to this course. I think it's going to be really exciting for anybody looking to get into this. I'm excited about teaching it as well. I think I learned a great deal about manufactured homes, not necessarily about how to praise them because I've been doing them for many years, but lots of other things that I'm going to be sharing in the class as well. I love it. Well, if we don't have anything else, I'm Hal Humphreys. For Jim Morrison and Kathy Putinat, and that is your appraisal buzz for this week.